Hey everybody, welcome to Window to Hollywood with me, Joseph Perlman, and Eugene Nomura. Hello, hello. Our special guest today, we are so excited and honored to welcome Kiki Sukazane. Kiki, welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. Yeah. So good to see you. How have you been, Kiki? Good. I've been hanging yeah. out at home all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have a shooting tomorrow for the Japanese variety show online. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like I'm joining to the studio shooting with... Uh, do you know right now they they do a screen? Like a Zoom, like a Zoom variety show? Like a talk show? No, it's like a variety, regular variety show. There's one guest, uh, there's uh, one host. Only one host in the studio. And then there's the chairs, but there's a screen on the chair. Oh wow! Oh really? And then you can just yeah fit in. <laughs> so so you're you're kind of there with like a zoom like this screen. Yeah. They, and they, it's on TV yeah, with all these use, like, like different Google, screens. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever done the host? Have you ever done it? Is this your first no, time doing yeah, something like that? Yeah, first time. And then they're gonna well, it's the variety show about uh, my facial palsy right now like i have facial palsy right now from after effect of i had a brain tumor last year so i had a surgery and yeah. since then i had i have now kind of still it's gonna hard to move so they're gonna talk about that so I'm gonna wow no but it's it's good you're open about it you know because really i think cool. there's there's a lot of people yeah. that would like try to hide and this and that, but it's like, man. I mean, it's impossible know. to hide though, to be an actor as well, because, well, and then I, I already booked the show with this face, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. No, but it's, 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 yeah. it's getting better though. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Getting better and it's, better. It's... But... Yeah. Cause. Because, you know, that's a very sensitive issue, you know, yeah. removing the tumor from the brain and then, you know, it's side effects, but it's getting better. And, yeah. And, yeah. How do you feel, Kiki? How do you feel like you're doing? Do you feel, are you feeling better? Do you, are, yeah, are you... yeah. I'm feeling much better. Good. And yeah, I kind of try to stay positive. Good. Mm -hmm. Is there, is there like rehab you have to do every day or? Yeah. Like, things like that. that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like hango. Yeah, we could do that every day, you know. We yeah. Can call each other and just like. Yeah, like I'm sure it's it, more yeah, noticeable to you than it is for me. It's just, it's not something. It's not the first thing I notice at all. Yeah. And I really think it's awesome that you're, you know, that you're talking about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I kind of want to use it as a weapon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, oh, Kiki, it was so, f I just have to say, you know, I, I'm, this is like a business where I think personality and people are the most important and you, I just was, I loved working with you. I remembered our work together and you were such a, you are such a wonderful person. And that's the thing that I, I always remember when I think about you, just like how helpful you were with certain things we were talking about. You were helping me work through a situation we had. Uh, in class with another actor, it just was 
really, um, really happy that you wanted to be a part of this and just really excited to, to hang out with you again and very happy to see you last week in, in Masterclass. Yeah, so thank you. I greatly appreciate you and I think you're wonderful and obviously can't wait to work with you again anytime you want to. Me too. Let's, let's work. <laughs> we will. Yeah, we will. No, it's good. I've noticed your English has gotten so much better as well. You've been, My you've English? been your English. Have you forgotten Japanese now? <laughs> no, I I use Japanese all the time to my girlfriend, <laughs> but she speaks English, so that's helpful oh, for me to learn. That's good. Yeah. Well, I always thought your English. I don't. I don't. I know it's so funny. I only remember speaking with you in English. I don't speak Japanese. So. Yeah, she's good with everything now. Yeah, because good. Uh, Kiki, what was it like? And I mean, I, I, I mean, watching. And I'd love to welcome you back anytime. I just, if you want to watch again, what was, what was it like watching the work? I know it was a little while since we worked together, but what was it like for you watching? What were some of the things that you were connecting with? It's um, really, it's really good for me to watch it like some other people act because it's really like refreshing feeling. I I haven't been in a, any class for a while mm. because I was like doing recovery and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was really good, like refreshing for me to feel how they felt. Uh, like in front of the camera like yeah and it was really intense <laughs> it would got really deep that night i mean it would I mean it was intense for you watching it or the work was intense um it was intense watching it <laughs> but then some of the work was really intense too like it was really interesting <laughs> How was was it like your first first like online acting? Oh yeah, yeah, session? yeah, yeah. Like on Zoom. How how was that? Like the differences between like, you know, your old old classes and then something an acting session on Zoom. It's I don't know. It's like I've never been in a class where a hundred people there. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be more nervous mm. or it can be more private. I don't know. Yeah. We have a hundred people watching in one of the classes. The other classes tend to be closed to auditors. So it's just the class. The master class obviously draws a lot of attention because the level of the actors we had, it. Eugene Simon was there. He, maybe you remember at the studio. I don't know. He's a, he was the actor, the British actor who was on Game of Thrones for six seasons. And, but there's something to me about the level of focus that we're able to get into that I almost forget where I'm at. And I'm so, we're so in there together. And it's, it's funny with all these people, you know, these are auditors watching, but I, I love it. I think the level of focus is so cool. And then the other point is that Sometimes act, it's the first time we're able to engage and watch each other the way the producers, writers, directors, and casting directors are actually watching our work. And so 
sometimes actors can be great in the room, but they don't connect on camera. And now it's like that part of the work where are you affecting change? I really, it's so cool to be able to see it like that. So for me, I'm very surprised at how awesome the experience has been and how deep we're still able to get to, if not deeper at times with people from all over the, you know, all over the world. Yeah. And then, well, I think especially in Japan, people really should know about how, like, actors in Hollywood practice, mm. how it works in class, because I don't think they can understand if they watch this class in Zoom, like, they can't understand probably, like, for the first time what's going, what, what is happening or what's yeah. going on, because... They don't do that. <laughs> they don't, and they don't no, know. Yeah, and then they don't even yeah. know about it, it, like about how to act in Hollywood. It's it's like a dimension that they don't understand. Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah. yeah, it's like because they usually they create emotions, emotion like they create anger. They create like. They just try to do everything by uh, by trying to act the result, yeah, yeah, and they push for it. I think for yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think so, it's so, really yeah. it's gonna re be really really good for them to watch. Cool. Uh, <laughs> good. I have sometimes. another person that feels the same way. Uh, I feel, and sometimes it's a reminder, I think, for a lot of folks, even folks that are not coming from Japan, some of the British actors I work with, uh, yeah. Eugene Simon, who was one of the uh, people that performed last week, it's like a reminder that this can be fun, that it has to be fun, that it doesn't have to be painful. I think Eugene talked about when he was working on Game of Thrones, the acting felt so intense it was like putting together this house of cards where like at any moment it could all fall down and mm -hmm. the thought that it could feel easy and fun and like liberated liberating was so exciting and dangerous like it scared it scared him as well too um i i do want to say kiki you're perform i haven't had a chance to talk to you but you were phenomenal in earthquake bird congratulations <laughs> thank you on the movie Thank you, you were wonderful. It was so fun to, to watch you um, in that. When you think back on that experience, does it feel like a long time ago? Like what? Are, it how? was, uh, it was like, I think right after I was in your class, like right after yeah. that, I went back to Japan. Okay. And, and I had an audition in Japan because they were shooting in Japan. Mm -hmm. And like three days after the audition, I already started shooting, started shooting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. So that was, yeah, that was a really good experience. So you had fun? Yeah. Good. You were terrific. Congratulations. Thank it, was, you. it was really, really fun to see. Thank you. Do you, were you actor or are you actor yourself? That's a really good question. Yes and yes. And I, um, I'm currently in a new show that's out on Apple Podcasts. It's are you really... serious? Yeah, I should what? tell you about it. It's called Heroics. It's like 
gay superheroes in space. What? <laughs> it's, it's really fun. Yeah, Wait, I love How can I this. watch it? How can I watch it? Uh, it's called... I'm unplugging my own show. How exciting. It's called Heroics. <laughs> H-E-R-O-I-C-S. Heroics. You can watch it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, a special guest star. I'll be in the next season as well. But I start on episode 5, uh, 105. The show's great. And what's so exciting about it is... It is 90% of the actors have come from the studio. So the producers are, you know, people that I've worked with. Justin McLaughlin, writer, producer. Annie Chang is also one of our teachers, a series regular level actor in one of J.J. Abrams' last shows. She's a producer and was the casting director. And it was, it was almost all homegrown actors coming out of the studio. So we shot it last fall in a really fun sound studio in Hollywood. And it was so fun. It was like my idea of heaven was showing up to work to do acting and everybody in there were like people that were, you know, members of the family of the studio. So, yeah, I, I came fun. from that. That, that was, was my background. background. <laughs> I want to watch it. Yeah, it's really funny. So episode five is where I jump in. I play the sort of uh, leader of these sort of superheroes like the uh, <laughs> and the character's name is Professor Bliss. Uh, and it's me being crazy and having fun. It's a, it's, it's wild. Wait, so I grew up. You are after like for a long time. I this how it all started was I I grew up acting. I went to school for acting. I studied at New York University Tisch School of the Arts, where I'm now guest lecturing, which has been really fun. Studied also at Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Was a company member of theater companies, the American Repertory Theater at Harvard University, um, and then started my own theater company in Brooklyn uh, after that. And so I've always been, I just got swept up in the coaching. It's, 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 a, it's a long story, but just got swept mm. up in the coaching, but never stopped loving being inside the process, directing, producing, acting, and the coaching is, I, I feel like I'm going through it with the actors that are there. So yeah. I love 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 acting and i'm so excited that i have something to show for it with this new show on right now and so yes that's a good thank you for asking that question um, i can tell you love acting from watching <laughs> zoom <I> class do. <laughs> you do oh good yeah i'm just yeah it's fun and it's fun for me because i did this work i was i worked with annie chang who's one of our wonderful teachers actor producer annie chang and she coached me for the role using the work that we do so it was like it's been a really beautiful year with yeah. Nice to things coming full circle and like this sort of, you know, return of all the love and work that I've been putting out there over the years and it coming back and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for asking me that. And we should probably, I should probably, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was having fun with like from watching you in a Zoom little screen. Like you're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, trying to, yeah, I'm trying to like, it's amazing. You know, it's like the level of connection that we can have like this is amazing. Sometimes we are so connected, you know, with even if we have a lot of folks watching and I'm thinking sometimes I'm trying to transfer energy to other people and it's just as easily done like this as it is in person. And then I'm thinking like, you guys, what's the difference if we just close the laptop screen are we any less connected? Is the connection based on the electronics or is it based on like 
abilities that we're amplifying now more than ever. So yeah, I'm like really all these metaphysical topics I'm really um, excited about, like how are we able to have this level of connection with each other? Cause it's so deep at times doing it like this, just like in person. So that's, yeah, I, I like to, I'm feeling something so the actors can feel it, but I'm not telling them what they should feel. I'm asking a lot of questions, mm. but it's almost like, I kind of think of myself as like an energy conductor, like in an orchestra, <laughs> you know? Like, I think you are. I an think energy you conductor. Are. And, and <laughs> like, you conduct people in, in, the, in a very specific good way. That's what you're really good at. <laughs> you're just... It's really interesting, and then you, you can know. feel the energy from the screen. Good. So it's really amazing. Yeah. I think, yeah, everybody, cool. everybody that comes to that class, you know, the hundred of them, they all feel your energy. Oh, good. That, I know I, it. But then I feel your energy. I'm feeling your, like, Kiki, I'm feeling everybody's energy, and the people that are the most actively watching, I'm feeling them just like I'm feeling the actors. And then it's like, whoa, what are we the end of the day like what are we doing here to me this is so cool because there's so much i don't understand about it all but i'm, I'm glad that that's coming you know i'm glad that that's coming across and it just makes me want to work with like i mean i know we're not you know not now but like i can't wait to work with you again kiki what first like when did you start acting like what was your first experience of acting so i went to uh Yoko's class, I started to go to UPS Academy when I was 20. Okay. So it's 10 years ago. And I went to school for two years, and then I moved to LA. And when I was 24, or 25, 24, I booked a Heroes uh, as a regular. And how I booked Heroes was really kind of crazy because I didn't have agent, I, just, I didn't have manager, I was mm. by myself. And I used to go to this Samurai Sword fighting class in Santa Monica. And I was a good friend of this boy who comes every Sunday with his mom. So I was talking to his mom and he was, uh, his mom was a friend of a casting director because their kid or their kids go to the same school or something so the casting director Natalie she was looking for a Japanese girl who can do samurai sword fighting and they like they couldn't find anybody from like any Asians I think so the casting director asked her because she knew her boy is going to the sword fighting class mm -hmm. and then she asked me to send her all the reels I had and then I had a action reel and stuff so I sent it I sent them my info and then I got um, I had an opportunity to go to audition and book the role <laughs> off of the first audition first audition I was awesome. I went into uh, NBC studio to do audition and I performed in front of Natalie at the beginning but then she said just wait for like 15 or 30 minutes and then I waited 
and then I went in, uh, went back to the casting room, and then there was already like all the producers, directors were there. Right. And then I performed again, and then I booked it. That's awesome. It, and while that was happening, like, did you, I mean, you were sort of somewhat new to this. Was it all just kind of crazy? Did you, did you know really what was happening? Was it, were you, I mean, were you excited? Were you nervous? I was so excited, but then, yeah, of course I was so nervous when I went into the audition, but I was so ready too. <laughs> Cool. That's awesome. That's I was awesome. so ready, and then I knew that role was for me because I don't know how it written was like so fit. Yeah. So, but then it was really fast. Like, I heard the, uh, I heard they were looking for a Japanese girl, and then in four days, I'm, I was already, I already booked. So it was so fast, and then after I booked. I had nobody with me, so I found. I was looking for like entertainment lawyer. Oh sure. Because I didn't know what to do, like. And, and then I went to Toronto for seven months to shoot the show. <laughs> Actor's life. <laughs> I love when you said. I love when Kiki said, Kiki, when you said, I felt so ready. I think that's another version of fun. I sometimes will tell actors, fun, like it doesn't, fun can feel cathartic, empowered, invigorated. And I like when you just said ready, like ready, that to me, it yeah. feels like that meant fun too. Yeah. yeah. I, I try to have fun, like every audition. Otherwise, I can't book. <laughs> I think well, that's a yeah. quote right there we need to share with everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a fun auditioning for the Terror as well. For Terror, yeah. The AMC series. Yeah, it I was... I watched that whole series, it was great. I sent like audition videos like six times, I think. Mm. Like back and forth. Like they give, gave me direction and stuff. And then after that, I went to casting uh, casting room like three or four times, worked with producer and two casting directors and uh, one more producer from Ridley Scott mm -hmm. studio, not studio, <laughs> Ridley, Scott, <laughs> Ridley Scott company. And then so I passed that, and then at the end, I went to AMC Studio, though, where it was about 20 people there, and then I had to perform in front of them. Mm -hmm. And there was like yeah. me and other girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was so nervous. I was so nervous, but I had such a fun. And I knew that I booked it right after I act. <laughs> Why did you know? What was that feeling that you had? How did you know? How would you describe that feeling? Because I was, I wanted to, the, the lines, the size that they gave me was so meant nothing. <laughs> uh, it's so hard to explain. So 
If you, if you need to explain in Japanese, that's fine too. I can translate. Yeah. So, what I want to say is like, it was like a gamble for me mm-hmm. to get the trigger out at that point mm-hmm. because, because I still don't know how to use my trigger anytime. Like, I can't pull whenever I want, but it happens sometimes. Like a bomb. <clears throat> so,、uh, I had a bomb exposure at the audition. I used the.、Um, It's so cool. But I remember I used the energies from the 20 people there. So I could use, I, I could suck. Everyone's energy inside of me,、oh. and then I just explode. It, it just popped. I was、wow. waiting for popping while I was saying lines. I remember though. Well, that, that's sort of like the hook we, were t- we talked yeah, about, right?、Yeah. That light up, that explode. That, I love the way you're describing it because the way you describe it is. Is closer to what it is. It is this emotional, it's like a blasting out, and then you let it go. There's no controlling it. It's so, thanks for describing that. That's like, just makes my day. I'm like <laughs> writing notes, it's explosion, actors, you know. But everything you're saying is 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 exactly what we're we're trying to get to, is what I'm talking about. If you're not feeling that, something's off. That's so cool that you're, that's how you're working. I think the trigger that day was. Other people, like、mm. from looking at other people, like I just want to <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So that was that was good experience. Wow. Because I couldn't, I couldn't, ex- how do you say, explore? Explode the bomb? Explode. Explode. Explode the I, I couldn't explode the bomb till the last test.、Mm-hmm. So I was kind of acting. Ah ha ha ha. And then you just and then you let go? Is that? I didn't know how I pulled my trigger out for that character,、mm-hmm. but I knew I have it.、Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it. Just, I don't know how <laughs> I could. I didn't know how I could like pull that out. Yeah. But then it worked at the test. So after the test, after I booked the show, I went to. I, I took a Liana's private lesson for two months before the shooting. And then I could find kind of way to.、Mm. Get that trigger out, and it was a music, and then also the the finger,、uh, this this movement.、Mm. It helped no, music, a lot. Music. Musical hooks are amazing. We use them all the time, and、um, I always talk about Daniel Day Lewis, the actor, uses musical hooks. And yeah, a piece of music is so powerful. Sometimes it just The story was Daniel Day Lewis was working on Gangs of New York 
where he played this butcher role that was really sort of jacked up on energy, more than me, maybe. And it was, <laughs> he was listening to Eminem. So Eminem music was what he was lighting himself up with before the shoot to do that. I think musical hooks are fantastic. I think we used... I think we used one on thir- uh, one or two yeah. on Thursday. With Colby. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, musical hooks usually they work a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, so many like, so many things like with a play or doing a play, this song kicks in and then you're just boom, it's there. You're in that mm-hmm. mode. You know. I mean, like songs. They bring up like memories, and they bring up yeah. former lovers, former situations with friends. You know this, that. Yeah, yeah. The musical hooks are really cool, and and it doesn't matter. So here's the here's the thing. At the end of the day, I mean, wh- wherever you whatever you're doing, whether it's we talking about a TED talk or a UN speech or acting, it doesn't matter as long as you're lit up. I think like. There was a beautiful Baudelaire poem from Long Day's Journey Into Night about teaching people how to live. And it was like, be always drunken. Drunk on what? Drunk on love. Drunk on wine. Drunk on virtue. Whatever you will, but be lit up. And I think I'm always giving a call to action to the people that I work with is like to live life hot and lit up. Because what we do is everyday life with all the boring parts cut out. So, And when we're lit up, it makes it so we don't have to act. Everybody else is falling all over themselves to effort and do all this stuff. But when you're lit up and you know it and it's undeniable, you know, and, and I, I don't think there's any, I mean, for me, there's no other way to work because it, it sets you free and also lights you up. I was just listening to a song yesterday and it's something, I was listening to a Queen song, Freddie Mercury song. And I was listening to some live versions and I listened to five live versions and then just one was just the right one. Like one activated me. I was like totally activated from it. <laughs> but you can never find it. It has to be discovered. It's like I tell actors, they, they, you know, what is that thing that's going to inspire you? You can't find it in your head. You have to discover it. Uh, that I, One of my favorite quotes, Kiki, I know Eugene, you've heard it many times, is Einstein's quote. Where Einstein says, no problem can be solved using the same level of consciousness that created it. So you have to what change. What is it in Japanese? Eto, onaji ko kankaku de tsukuriageta mono, onaji kankaku de soko ni mata, nonzo, kankaku dake dewa ikenai. Say that again. No problem can be solved using the same level of consciousness that made it or created it. It's like, Kiki, you were talking about in, in Japan, like there's another dimension to the training. And so I use this example of like, okay, you have a puzzle. You put the puzzle together properly, you know? And then once the puzzle's together, you've solved it. But if you rip the puzzle up from the roots, there's a face on the underside that you never thought. So it's, the, there's another quote 
from Max Planck, who was the father of quantum physics, and he said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you're looking at change. So it's coming at it from I'll another. Translate too. Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is that, is that, I mean, does that make sense? I don't, I, it yeah, yeah, be. that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the fun is like trying to, like, whoever you are, I mean, not solving problems linearly or in your head. It's like getting, so part of the work that we do, and you've been a part of, and Eugene's, we were all a part of it, is that there's a level of chaos that has to be triggered in order to, pull everything the right choices in and to find those hooks because if you just try to look for them they're going to just get you're not going to find them yeah so we have to embrace a chaos in a way i think yeah like i don't yeah i don't know like trigger is like yeah it's not if you found if you find a trigger with this but then this doesn't work any time so like when I was shooting the terror, I had like I was prepared like probably like three or four triggers mm -hmm. <laughs> just in case like that doesn't work. Because I don't know, like for for me, the same stuff doesn't work all the time. Yeah. At all. Mm. So I don't know, it's so hard. And then, so for the shooting on set, you shoot like the same scene over and over again. Like, I don't know, five times, six times. So, but then for me, the first take, if I, if I wanna, if there's a one scene I really want my bomb explore, mm. Mm -hmm. I asked a DP to shoot my face first, like close up first, instead of from mm. Hiki. Because I knew if we shot from Hiki, I lose. Hiki is so. You know, from afar, if the shots... I got it. Okay. So, so she asks to shoot the close-ups first because she knows she can explode. That's fantastic. Right? Yeah, because otherwise I will lose it at the beginning because I start from, like, a cup filled. Mm. <laughs> and mm. then it's getting less and less, like... Yeah. So the, the, mm. the more she does the same hook, it starts to lessen. The power of the hook starts okay. to lessen is what she's thinking. Can I jump in and uh, I don't want to, sure. but Kiki, are you finished with what you were saying about that? I don't want to jump on your. Yeah, I'm finished. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So after all the work is done and we get to the point, because like I always say, you cannot figure out what that trigger hook explosion is in your head. It has to be born and discovered. And once you've done all that work, then you can you can go in infinite directions with it. That's like we talk about the opposite choice and then another choice and what's more dangerous than that. 
And I think that sometimes a hook will work for once or, or a certain amount, but once all the work is done, it's easy because I think that'd be really fun to work on when we're working, but is, is in shooting out different ones without having to think about it too much, changing it, going in an opposite direction or something. Um, because I think the best hooks, triggers, explosions are not directly related to the text because in life, we don't say everything we feel. In acting, we show what we feel and what we mean and then the text is coming out behind. So I think that I totally agree with you. I think there's like, okay, that's fun, but you can sort of rapid fire out an infinite amount of infinite amount of hooks. And I, yeah, I, I think one, if the work is really planted, the seeds are in you, then it, then it should be easy to kind of go in any direction with it. And I also kind of feel that once the work is done and it's really strong in your body, that it's almost like you can let it alone if you want. You know what I mean? You can like leave it alone. But I do believe in the importance of that explosion, that hook in the beginning to make it so you don't have to do any acting. Every scene you are lit up emotionally instead of empty and cold. So it would be fun to, it would be fun to play around um, when we next work with how do you just go in any direction? Like how do you change it up really fast? Um, I don't know if that would be useful. Would love to, would love to play with that at some point. Yeah, well, that's that's perfect for Kiki. No, I think I think she'll go this end, and then we'll go to that end. <laughs> but, like, but okay, I know, I'm ready again. But I, I Kiki, know. whatever you're doing is working, and you're capable of fixing it yeah. and, and and doing it. But I would just, if I could, help to make it easier. Do you know what I'm saying? Or like more fun, or you don't have to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I gonna do now? Um, if I yeah. start thinking, I I lose everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah. totally. Absolutely, because the, the head sucks the emotion right out of it. It just pulls it right out. Um, so yeah, that's the fun. One of my clients said, um, he was in the Twilight Saga, he said, it's so hard before it's so easy. And then when all the work is over, uh, it's, it, it's so easy. We can play. It's like, okay, what's the opposite of what I was just doing? And try to break it and try to throw it up. I think the, the, the key words are, Something one of the wonderful actors, uh, Hugh Scott, says in class is throwing an audience off balance by throwing yourself off balance. And if you can throw yourself off balance emotionally, it's almost like falling backwards into it. There was this beautiful movie called Inception, um, Christopher Nolan. And am I right, Eugene? Was it Christopher Nolan? Yes. Christopher and the, Nolan. Did you see that one, Kiki, Inception? Long time ago. Yeah, me too. The actors sort of go into this sort of alternate this other reality but then they have to come back to this reality and they have this kick it's called a kick it's almost like the chair falling backwards they have they they can't try to do it they have to fall it, ha it has to be an accident and that's how the hooks have to feel like an accident it can't be something you're trying to do but again it's it's fun to talk about it it's even more fun to do it <laughs> i mean that's you know, the most fun that's some the point most yeah fun. i was yeah. looking at all the size that uh, Eugene sent me from what is oh, it? Yeah. Like open call for CIS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was like twenty size for women. Yes. Did you? Was there anything you liked? I don't know if I like it or not, but yotsu yotsu ぐらいまでに絞って。Yotsu? 
今とりあえず4つまで絞ったんですけど She's narrowed her choices down to about four. four oh, cool. Four yeah. I mean, in terms of like, you mean like when we're going to be doing work at some point another day, you mean? Like when we're working yeah. on that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, Kiki, here's the other thing. Like, when we work on something, you can work on anything you want to work on. It doesn't have to be NCIS. I, w- I could work yeah, with you on I, any. I don't have like, anything that I want to work on. <laughs> What, what I think, yeah, but because like NCIS, I mean, like, I'm not gonna, some, I think,、um, I'd love to see you work on something really high level. And one of the fun things is why don't I, during the course of all the currently casting stuff I'm working on, if there's something, and again, don't know when we're gonna do this, but if there's something, why don't I send it to you and then you can tell me what you think? Because I just, I really want it to be something you can like sink your teeth into and that's going to be really fun for you. Because、yeah. some of the pieces that we're working on are like non-disclosure agreement stuff. So there's some really fun stuff that I would love to, but I, I can't do that. But there's a lot of other stuff too that I think,、um, yeah. Eugene, as you're a part of the classes, if there's something you think could be fun too,、uh-huh. uh, also let me know. But Yes. Yeah.、Definitely. I'm so excited to work with you again, Kiki. It's yes, gonna it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun and it'll be challenging for me. <laughs> it's, always, it's always challenging. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fun for, yeah, it has to be challenging. I mean, like,、yeah. I feel the same way. It's always a challenge. There's、mm-hmm. no. Joaquin Phoenix describes this sort of feeling of, I don't know what it's going to be. There was some really. It was some great thing that Joaquin Phoenix said. Where he was working on the Joker and he had an idea of how to play the character. And he said it made his ego feel really good and he felt really good. He had an idea, but when he got to set, none of it worked. And they shot a couple weeks and then they had to redo it because he was stuck on, on an idea instead of discovering it. There's a really beautiful quote I'd love to, Stella Adler quote, Eugene. I've mentioned it many times.、Mm-hmm. It's, she said,、um, facts. F A C T S. Facts are death to an actor until they're fed through imagination and become experience. So I just love it because it's like, here are the facts I know in my head, but it's not my experience yet. I don't feel it. Feel it. You're like, this is what you're going to do. I'm going to do it. 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 Yes, please go ahead. <laughs>、yeah. What do you think about that, Kiki? Does that, is that, is、oh, that, I agree. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, I, think, I think a lot of Japanese actors won't know to agree. <laughs> I think they'll be like, they'll try to act what this is. I mean, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think.、Um, It'll be interesting to、I、find out. A lot of them can't even understand what we were talking about.、Mm. Like, because they have a totally different system for acting. So, it's a different dimension. Yeah. yeah how, is it, how, dimension. Is, how is it for you when you work in Japan? I adjust to Japanese acting. <laughs> how, how, how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, no, I, I think it's that, easier though. It's、that. easier there because, like, you can just pretend. But.、Uh, without living it.、Mm. I try to live it if it's possible. 
but you know, I totally understand. <laughs> See, you could pretend like you're a cop. Like let's let's say yeah. what we're talking about is acting mm -hmm. as a human being before a cop. Um, you know, you're human, but you pretend like you're a cop and you act like you're a cop. And they and like you're it, a cop. so. <laughs> and the audience like it too. It's like, and TV shows in Japan sometimes looks like cartoon. Uh, because they like if there's a kiss scene you know the face and face getting closer and closer taking time <laughs> like one minute two minutes and then they finally kiss and stop stop and like music <laughs> nothing goes further than that <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering if they don't know the difference if they see the real thing and they see the real thing would that also do you know what I'm saying like how how do they know they like it better but what if they could I mean I think this is the fun of this conversation of what if that audience could actually see it coming from the inside out could it potentially be more interesting or yeah. more fun to watch yeah you know? yeah definitely because I think a lot of people are starting to watch you know various various shows globally thanks to thanks to all the streaming and everything and then I'm, um, I'm sure like a lot of actors in Japan knows how it works, like knows the difference between Hollywood and Japan, but they just don't have experience mm -hmm. like with, with their body. So yeah. that's, I think yeah. they know I mean, it, in, in their brain probably, like they, they yeah. don't know. And then if they experience it, you know, I think it's, 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 it's closer to Kabuki. Maybe. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, because no and kabuki is the traditional acting in Japan. And, and, but even though like yeah, like no and kabuki, there's so much inner life. You know, even though there's the makeup and the look and the this and the that and there's a lot of mm -hmm. you know, but um like most of the kabuki actors, they're crazy in real life. I mean, I'm friends with a few of them, but I mean, they're wild. They're wild <laughs> people, man. I mean, they're not, they, they're not like traditional Japan at all. <laughs> they're all rule breakers and they're, they're like rock and roll stars in real there, life. There's a great story. Marlon Brando used to talk about how he would test a director on set. He's an actor. Marlon Brando was notorious to be pretty difficult to work with sometimes and he would test the director and he'd give two takes and he'd see which one the director picks and one take was where he was coming from the inside out and the other was just a showing of it the enacting we call it an indication of it without really feeling it and if the director picked the one that was just the showing of it he wouldn't give a shit anymore. He wouldn't show. He would just. He wouldn't care about it at all. Mm -hmm. And if the director chose the one where he's coming from the inside out, then he'd be very engaged in the process. I, I thought it was very interesting, and to kind of test the director. One of his, um, the score was a movie where he, for some reason, did not get along with the director. I think it was Frank Oz, and told yes. Robert De Niro that I want you to direct me in all of my scenes. I don't want this guy to direct me. So. <laughs> Yeah. Again, it, it could be just, it's an, he's, 
he's an actor that was being difficult, but he's also a genius. And, you know, I'm not advocating being difficult on set. I'm just saying that I like, you know, I like where he's coming from. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be fun to... I, I, I'm just so excited to, to, to bring this work to people who never you know, who, who would never even think that it exists. It's, it's, uh, yeah. How that's going to be fun to do. That's going to be so exciting. Yeah. yeah. I hope that's a lot good. of people are going to watch it. I hope so too. You know, I mean, I think it's, it's the start. You're our first guest. <laughs> so I think it's, I think it's, we're very privileged to have you. As so first lucky. Guest. We're like the coolest first guest. Like I, think I could so imagine. Too. So yeah, I, I'm you know, no. really on. And then it's funny how you brought up the score because Gary Foster is the producer. He's kind of like my mentor and he's a producer and he has so many of these stories with Brando and De Niro okay. And, okay. and Edward Norton on set. It's hilarious. So there's a lot of <laughs> bullshit that happened on a set. Lot. A yeah. lot. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> you know and it's all so human and you know everybody movie. else is it's it might be hell for a few people a few days here and there but you know ultimately at the end of the day we there's so many good stories in there yeah yeah you know and it's the same it feels like oh and no matter what caliber you are when you're on a film set it's similar everywhere you know they'll be like with with probably like kiki working in a u.s thing and then like you'll have a lot of um, stories that have Japan involved, but it's portrayed in a Western way, so it's not really Japanese, or vice versa, you know. Like, so there's a lot of that, and there's always this extra. We actually need this extra step to communicate a little more. If we could do that a little more, then everything would be much better. Everything would be much smoother and. And both countries or whatever countries that are involved would be more happy. But it's interesting that you're... Like, what was your goal? Because I, I remember I talked to Kiki before in this article that we did. And how, not how, how you started acting, but why you chose being becoming an actor. Uh, like, when I was... 18 19 I was looking for what I wanted to do in my life and I was working already at the bar and stuff <laughs> so um, and then I was so I wanted to do humanitarian work but not voluntary so, but then I didn't know anything about it. So I went to Tanzania when I was 20 by myself as a backpacker. And I met this guy from US. He was working in South Sudan, uh, like helping this village. <clears throat> so I was talking to him about like, about his life. And I wanted to do something like he was doing, but then he told me that I have to go to university in US and then I have to graduate and then I have to go to university again to take hmm. degrees or something. And <laughs> <laughs> so like I didn't have money for that. I couldn't afford like my family couldn't, you know, do that. 
mm-hmm. and then at the same time I was always interested in films TV shows I wanted to be in the shows so I decided to become famous and use my name to somehow I I wanted to help like somebody from being famous you can you know use your power to help people that's what I thought so I came to US to pursue acting in Hollywood not in Japan because Japan is a bit smaller <laughs> well it's smaller than California <laughs> yeah and then well like the amount of if you book Hollywood film you know people all over the world is gonna watch so yeah. it's faster to be famous so that's yeah that's has, has anything has anything changed after working since then since then you mean has like at working and people started recognizing you this that um and what your goals are has your goals have your goals changed no my goal will never change mm-hmm. um and i think i'm getting like like if there's a goal here mm-hmm. i was here i'm probably like Slowly, up. surely getting close to it. Very. Oh, that's yeah, great. Slowly, slowly. But, yeah, I'm working on it. So it's like, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it's like a lot of people, I'm not one of them, but a lot of people, you know, they want to become an actor and then they, you know, they want to get famous and then they, the, their goal is within that acting range. Yeah. You know, the actor's life range. But yeah. you, it's, it's about helping people or humanitarian work or stuff like that you know and then so that's it's more like an acting thing it's it's a tool to get to where you want to get to Mm, yeah you know because most of the people that are like in los angeles and the people that we talk to it's about you know they want to be you know their goal is to get an award or you know what i mean yeah they're letting they don't know what gets them out of bed in the morning they don't know what makes them and i think it's so beautiful to be very clear about what really gets you out of bed in the morning. yeah um and i think if you i think i don't know for my experience like if you set the goal farther mm-hmm. further away farther harder away to i think those these like little goals <laughs> Like you yeah. can you can get these little goals like so fast, yeah. And you try to <laughs> like if my I goal agree. <laughs> if, if my goal is to become an Hollywood actor, then I was still maybe like I couldn't get a role or I'm still mm. in the you know in a mm-hmm. learning process yeah. or so I kind of skipped those process yeah. for no, that further further role further yeah, goal. I I was. Uh, I wrote a piece and I, I did a video for Backstage called How to Teleport to an A-List Career. And I think a lot of people feel like they have to climb the rungs of the ladder or climb a mountain. Mm. But it's possible. I love... Kiki, I still love what you say. To like, And I don't think a lot of people in general are clear enough about what they really want. What gets them up out of bed in the morning. Because... 
you know, based on quantum theory, people can, yeah, you can, you can teleport, you can wormhole, you can get from that one place and all the little things fill in. If you're clear about what you want and you have such a beautiful clarity, I love, you just said to help people on a, on a big level using the fame. And because I think that you can feel that now we talk about like, you can feel what it would feel like now and when you feel that and you're clear about that it gets you to having that faster basically mm. so yeah i just i love the way you described it kiki with all the little things fill in i just think most folks don't have a clarity about what they really want they're so caught up in um one of the people that i work with, annie chang who's one of the producer on the show i'm on and she's one of our wonderful coaches she said to actors don't let your need or want to be liked get in the way of your best acting or get in the way of showing people who you really are. And I think so many fo people have such a short focus on it. So I, I love that long yeah. bullseye focus of helping people on a global level. It's so cool. I think, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, there's, I've seen, you know, when you're in the business for a very long time and you have people that actually aim to become famous just to become famous yeah. and they get an award and let's say they get it. And then they're dreamless. <laughs> right. It's done. They're already finished. It's like, oh, I already, my dreams came true already. Right. You know, and then it's like, okay, now what? And then the search goes on and on. And sometimes people get very arrogant and disappear from the business. Right. Or, you know, it's like, there's a friend that in Japan that um, he started probably around the same age as I did. And he was in a group, a big, big boy group in Japan and when we were 18 we were talking we were in this like school drama and he was telling me his dreams was to do this 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 and I was like whoa those are that's pretty damn big for an 18 year old who's in a boy band but he made them all true all his dreams came true by the age of 25 and then since then he's like an old man now <laughs> everybody knows him in japan i'm not gonna say his name but he's a he's a good friend and he's I'm like now what are you gonna do he's like well you know i don't know man i mean i have enough money in the bank i could buy several buildings and this and that so i don't know but i'm scared to walk around outside and this and that you know so in that way he has all the fame all the money in the world but i bet you i'm happier than him <laughs> well, it comes down to that. It's like, what do people yeah. really want? They want the happiness and peace of having achieved that. Um, and if they're so focused on the goal and not why they do it. I mean, we talked a lot about this um, author, Simon Sinek. It, people don't care what you do. They care why you do it. Like your why. And if your why is powerful, um, people are going to get excited. Uh, what do you believe? What gets you up in the morning? And Kiki's story, I mean, you know, what you said is so specific is helping other people i'm assuming it makes you happy to help other people like that that's like same as finding a character too like you gotta find a need in a character yeah like like main need like not like a little needs but if you found like this base big bone mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, life, it's, character's life. 
<laughs> it is life. That's a secret. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, there's a part of the work called Primal Whimper, Primal Scream. Ben Kingsley, um, the actor, talked about it uh, some years ago to me. And it was, there's a movie that he did called Sexy Beast, where he played just a really bad guy. Like somebody who's really bad, like a dangerous bad guy. But in terms of that need, he said that primal whimper, primal scream, which is, I think, that need you're talking about. He said he always grew up, he had so much love to give. His heart was so big, but nobody ever gave it back. And that's what made him into the monster. Mm. So the primal whimper, the need, and I think it's important. I, I always think that the work that we do is we talk it out loud, not think it in our heads. So his primal whimper, primal scream was... I love you. Why the fuck can't you love me back? You know, it's like I, I, and what that does to have so much love and nobody gives it back. That's what makes him. And it, it was, it was really cool. And it was sort of yeah. his need in that movie. Huh. I have a question for you, Kiki. And then I, I think, um, what are your, what's the next big thing for you? What are you most excited about? What are you you know, what do you most want to do? What would feel really fun to sink your teeth into? For acting. Acting-wise, or, or anything-wise. It could be humanitarian stuff, or acting, either one. Um, I don't know. I mean, I want to do film, but I haven't had any audition lately. So I'm just practicing piano. <laughs> Great. And I don't you, know. You also I mean, sing too, yeah. I mean, I released a couple songs in Japan, <laughs> but it's just a hobby kind of stuff. Yeah. What is it like in Japan right now? I know in the U.S. there's a lot of production that's on hold, but there's so much going on with new projects being developed auditions happening, um, lots of things. So it's very it's very busy for actors with audition stuff, even though some projects are on hold. In Japan, is it, uh, you know, we don't have to go too into it, but is it is it still very much in a lockdown type of situation? Well, in Japan, it's, I guess all the shootings for film <clears throat> and TV series are now on hold. But they're still <clears throat> shooting for like talk shows and variety shows and stuff like that. And then, well, they don't really have auditions in Japan, so it's... Yeah, not, not many. There, was, there were more auditions in, when I was younger. <clears throat> um, but recently, and then if you're after a certain place as an actor in Japan, there are no auditions. You know, it's like you're booked. Oh, they'll know you. You know which agency and who's your manager, and then you're you're automatically booked. Um, so it's a whole different ball game. It's almost like the way it used to be here with the studio system. You're under contract, and you just get work. Your work comes up in a way. Yeah, yeah. it's like agent hire actors, and actors work for agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actors work for their agents. I don't know. Do we talk about? <laughs> yeah, 
but that's kind of. I hope the, the agents are good. <laughs> but the kind yes, of yes, like you, you do everything by yourself. Like you find audition, you go into the audition, like you book, and you get a check, and then you pay. You know, you divide it from your check or something. But in Japan, like a lot of Asians pay you salary, and you work whatever they give you. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the agency, but a lot of the agencies have relationships with other agencies and the networks. So automatically, it's like okay, this guy, this guy from your company, this guy from this company. Okay, how about my guy from this company? And then we'll, these are the three leads. Okay, network. Who else should we put in? And it'll automatically be packaged. Is kind of the real thing. And then, depending on the agent, you know, some agencies they take eighty percent, ninety percent. Wow. Holy cow. Really, really. Um, but That's interesting. I didn't know that. But you don't have to worry about work because they will definitely book you in everything. So it kind of depends on the agencies. It's a whole different system. And do they pay you a salary even when you're not on a job? Do they yeah. sort of keep... So, okay, so that, that that's interesting as well too. It depends. It depends on the person. And sometimes, you know, so the actors... A lot of the actors in Japan, they don't actually know how much their fee is. Um, right? It's like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, and then it's like, a, it's, it's kind of taboo that, like, it, it's kind of, you can't ask them how much before shooting. You, you yeah, they kind of, they kind of, um, decide in the midst of it. And then you get paid like three, four months later. Yeah. So you, usually. so I don't use it. I don't usually know how much I'm gonna get from the shooting, till shoot, till end shooting. Yeah, that's most most of the actors that are in um, uh, legit, rather large agencies are like that. And then if you're in those little ones with just like started out with just you, or and then mm-hmm. you know people started gathering, and then it became a group of five, ten to ten actors, and um, then usually it's like, you know, you, you know, and you get, you get 70% out of the hundred percent and 30% goes to the management company. And then, but they do everything, the scheduling, the publicity, they're the ones that work with the, like, if it's a film, they'll work <clears throat> with the distribution company about all the schedules and in Japan, everybody works constantly on other things. So nobody's just hardly they're usually working on like two, three uh, films simultaneously mm-hmm. and stuff. Whole different system. Kiki, do you, uh, it seems like a whole different system. Kiki, do you, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're familiar with how things work in the U.S. as well, too, because you've spent so much time here, correct? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess you've seen both. I think it's. I think one of the interesting things is that for actors is that they don't know when the next job's going to be, but it's... It's neat that, do you, I mean, do you have a preference for one way or the other? Or it's, it's okay if you don't want to talk about it, but... Um, I prefer working in U.S., though. The way it works, works in the U.S. US. Yeah. It's yeah. much funner. Yeah. yeah. For shooting, like for acting-wise, like it's more creative. Like you have the right of, of saying, like you, you can speak to... Your producer, your director, you can say whatever you want in U.S. 
but well you know in Japan you you can say but I don't know it depends it's a power power balance <laughs> more things to think about <laughs> Yeah, I think more things a lot to of, think about. Things. Yeah. Kiki, are you? I, I feel like I should know this. Are you currently in Los Angeles, or yeah. are you in yeah. Japan? I live in LA. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, it's so nice out today. Yeah. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> it's like it's oh, so, it's so nice. pretty out. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice every day. It is nice every day. Actually, <laughs> that is true. It is nice every day. We have our moments, but yeah, that's so good. That's great. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you too. Oh man. No, I'm, yeah. yeah, looking forward to the to the session. I can't wait. Yeah, can yeah. you please find size for me? We should do that okay. soon. We should do that soon. I'd love to. Yeah, Kiki, I will look for some great sides for you and um, and we'll do that and I, I am very excited. Like I said, I loved working with you. I was so excited to see you on Thursday. Thank you for hanging out with us uh, today you. to talk about everything and like sharing, like just like sharing who you are, you know, it was really awesome. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's such a pleasure having you because you know, you're very open and you're a lovely human being. Yes. It's great. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. I was so happy to share this. Uh, thank you again to our very special guest, Kiki, uh, for being here. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so and, much. Um, thank you, Eugene, for doing this with me. Uh, I'm so excited to kind of go on this adventure. Uh, and I couldn't yes. be more happy to, for Kiki for you to be our first guest on this. So thank you very much again. Thank you. So Thank you, Kiki. Thank you. Be well. Take great care of yourselves, you guys. And we cannot wait to see you again uh, for the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>